Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside, a Baptist church. Pastor, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. Good to, good to see you. Good to be here for another Faith in the Zone broadcast. Yeah, I'm excited about today's one. I, I just am. I, 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 can, a, I can tell you are. I've been a friend and a fan of this guy's for a long time. And uh, if, if you watch sports and you watch it here in, uh, in Milwaukee and news, you get your, your sports from your newscasters, Lance Allen is, is as good as they get. And there's a number of good ones here in Milwaukee. I'm a big Tim Van Voren fan. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, these are good guys. Tom Pippen was very, very good. And, mm-hmm. and there's a number of guys that I watch. Um, Lance Allen is always one of them. And we've become friends. We, we seem to, Lance, we seem to run kind of in some similar circles. And if you get asked to do, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're going to go MC an event and you turn it down, they call me. And they're <laughs> or like, I end up with your hey, brother yeah, or yeah, yeah, there's yeah. something going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can't afford my brother. So then they go to you and they can't afford you then they come so to by me. the way this is quite a build-up pastor ken so yeah. is this guy do i owe this guy money yeah. or did his people not get with my people and we avoided each other for so many years what was I, going on here? I, i'm not sure lance <laughs> I, I don't know mike keeps me mike keeps me in the dark at some time I, I i put baby in the corner when it comes nice. when it comes like to it. pastor ken I like man i can't believe baby in the corner came out here on faith in the zone our special guest he's main sports anchor at today's tmj4 he's been in this market for a while he is lance allen lance thanks for coming to the studio how you been i've been great mike um yeah blessed to do this job in a nutshell um i always tell people i have seen things that as a young kid growing up in this state i never thought i would see seriously like you know you hear these stories to talk a little sports because mm-hmm. i'm yeah, yeah typecast yeah stereotype whatever is a sports guy and i'm sure we'll talk about a lot of things but as a kid growing up i was born in 1970 so i always greatly respect the lombardi legends and I love the stories of getting to know Bart Starr and Jerry Kramer and whatever. But most of that was on film for me. Mm-hmm. So when you're growing up in the 70s and 80s, no offense to all the great Packers that played in those sure. eras, you don't know if you're ever going to get to see a Super Bowl. So just the nutshell, when people ask me about my career, I go, I didn't know if I would ever cover or see a Super Bowl with the Packers in it. I've done that. Uh, Rose Bowls, didn't think that was possible, did that. Um, the final four with the Badgers, uh, the running joke is uh, my wife and I decided to get married late March of 1999 because I said famously, 
What are the chances of any Wisconsin team actually playing in the Final Four around that same time of the year? I always look at the sports calendar uh-huh. to plan out our life. There you yeah, go. I missed our first wedding anniversary, so I hear about that quite frequently. <laughs> but that was one of the more amazing things I've ever covered. So uh, nutshell is I've seen things, major yeah. golf tournaments, PGA Championship, Ryder Cup coming up. Things that I've been blessed to cover that I yeah. never thought I would. I, I uh, think you're going to see something else this, later this year. NBA Finals? I do. Yeah, I, 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 do, I do. I think I do that too. they've got a really good chance. It's a deep team. I was on and, this planet, Mike, in 1971. Yeah. So I'm getting older, but I was on this planet. But in my lifetime, I would cover like to cover the NBA Finals and the World Series. And I think I will have done the whole circuit. And, and it's amazing to talk to people like... When you talk to a Lions fan, when I was in Detroit this year, you don't have the concept until all of a sudden somebody goes, the last world championship, a diehard Lions fan I know, 1957 wow. was the last world championship, and they've won one playoff game in 63 years. Yeah, you cannot take this for granted. You can't. You just can't. Well, I love it too, Lance, that now here's another opportunity in your bucket list that you're on Faith in the Zone. Absolutely. And, and right here. I love <laughs> it. Hold on. Vince Lombardi, World <laughs> yeah. Championship, and Pastor Ken Keltner. Hey, I've hey, been man. begging for 10, 12, 15 years, so finally, I don't know. Hey, I'm hoping the people at today's team, J- J4, are listening because he's retired after this. This is this is, this is got to retire out on top. Up, yeah. On the pinnacle. And That's right. Faith in tuck. the Zone. That's our, right, special, our special guest this week, Lance Allen, again, main a sports anchor at today's tmj4 you can follow him on twitter at at lance allen um nice and easy at lance allen and you can follow him lance let's talk a little bit about growing up in rice lake mm-hmm. um and what that was like and and did you understand you know i think as as kids we think where we are is is as big as it gets and yeah. you start moving on and start going okay well you know, Rice Lake, there are some other areas that, that that have some sports as well. Talk a little bit about growing up in Rice Lake and, and what that was like. Uh, one of the things for me, guys, was, and maybe that's where my love of sports came, is one thing I always reflect back to is in a smaller town, you kind of make up your own fun. So whether it was biking into town and playing tennis with your buddies when you're, when you're smaller or going snowmobiling or doing the things that you do in northern Wisconsin or in Wisconsin, outdoorsy type stuff. And then it mushroomed into I was one of those people – that I always remember, when, you know, you have like these little moments in life that just are still like they were yesterday. I remember being a five-year-old at the barber shop, and my dad takes me in there to get my hair cut. And the barber, basically, you know, how everybody's talking trash or talking something, and they and the, our longtime barber was like, hey, this kid knows all the teams, all the stats, whatever, and you get these old guys that are holding court. Oh, no, he doesn't know this or that or whatever. Well, what's the backfield of the Bears? I name it. What's the name of, you know, the guys that play for the Giants? Boom. boom. I, they literally went through every single NFL team, and I knew, like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the starting backfields. That was their question. And I think they're, you know, they were, like, shocked that some five-year-old could know all this stuff. But that was what I was, was I was kind of a stat geek, and I loved all, knowing all the in, intricacies of the teams and stuff like that. Did you grow up as a Packer fan? I did. I did. Rice so Lake that, is up, right? There's the some I, Viking fans, I would think, The way I describe there. it, the way I describe it, Mike, is probably 75% Wisconsin fans, 25% Minnesota fans. And it is interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. Down here, a lot of people do not like the Illinois teams. Or if you're in Madison, you know, the Badgers in Iowa, that's a big rivalry. Huge. For those of us, and I, I just did the big red rally with Jim Leonard 
last night for Jim and I. Jim grew up in Little Tony, Wisconsin. I was in Rice Lake, a little distance away. We both agree that Minnesota, like getting that axe back in, in Wisconsin at, at Madison, that's the right thing. You know, like Carl Spackler, Caddyshack, exterminate the right, Gophers. Yes. That was an appropriate thing. <laughs> Gilbert Brown, every time I see him and he says grown men shouldn't wear purple, I agree with him. You know, it's one of the few things that still sticks from my childhood. I, yeah. I'm not supposed to have a rooting interest, but I do have a hard time thinking that anybody should pull for a Minnesota team. Yeah, so in Rice Lake, do you uh, play ball on yeah. some of the teams? I was what? the try-hard guy. <laughs> yeah, they they put me out there sometimes for comedic relief. Like one of the things I also remember is okay, freshman year of high school, we're of a certain age. So okay, for yeah. anybody who's young, this is going to be the old guy reference. But if you remember, and, and maybe I shouldn't share this in Faith in the Zone, but MTV was big back in the eighties. Yes, it was. And you remember Twisted Sister, the yeah. what are you going to do with the rest of your life? You know, yeah, the I whole do. speech. Well, we had an English teacher freshman year. What are you going to do with the rest of your life, or what do you want to do that wouldn't seem like work? And Everybody pointed at me. We, you know, you think, you know, freshman in high school, dirty four-letter word, work. Um, everybody, I remember standing up, pointing at me, saying, "This guy knows all the stats, all the figures, all the teams, whatever." And when he's sitting on the bench, he's doing play-by-play -play of the games as he's sitting on the bench of his teams. So I was kind of known to be that guy. Uh, I was the try-hard guy in practice, so I basically made the starters or tried to make the starters better. And uh, I played a little bit, but not a lot. But it, it was – I just loved being a part of a team and realizing yeah. that it, it wasn't necessarily about the individual things. It's the greater good – and I think there's a Christian message in that as yeah. well. The greater good of being a part of something 100%. that makes you better yeah. as a person and makes the whole better. Yeah. Yeah. Lance, wait, coaching basketball as long as I did and, I, and, and just retiring this last year – Throughout the years, the amount of seniors that you would see on a high school roster has dwindled. Mm -hmm. And it's because, look, if 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 I'm not going to get a chance to start I'm not or play get a ton, yep. I, you know what? I don't want to be part of it. And and people will ask me, last year at Martin Luther, we won a state championship. And and they would be like, hey, tell me about that and the, and the pro progress that you made those four years when they had won two games in three years to win the state championship. And I go right to tryouts. We had two kids who had gotten cut as juniors that came out as seniors. And I said, guys, you know, there's not going to be much time. And Coach Wallersheim talked to them, and they said, look, we just want to be part of it. Hmm. We will work hard at practice. And these kids did. I mean, these kids got after it to practice. And I would say on 90% of the other teams in the state of Wisconsin, these kids would be in the rotation. I don't know if they'd start, right. but they'd be in the rotation. And they never backed off. I, I'm uh, all the way through. Would they give me a look like, come on, man, give me a little bit of time? We're, it's a home game. It's senior night. Give me a little time, that kind of stuff. But boy, oh boy, these kids. And, and for you to say that, look, I just want to be part of the team. And, and the part of being, you know, as a whole, being good for the team, uh, that rings really true with me. I, I've kind of hung my post, <laughs> what little bit of an athletic career I had. The funny story is the former AD up at Rice Lake who recently retired, for years he looked for game footage of me and it pretty much <laughs> didn't exist because I rarely got in. Uh, yeah. But and, and thank goodness YouTube didn't exist either because there probably would have been some bloopers on there as well. Uh, so he tried to shame me on that front. But um, the thing is, is that in my post, quote-unquote, athletic career, I've always kind of prided myself or tried to emulate, okay, somebody might be more talented than you. Somebody might be, let's face facts, TV, 
either we can be egotistical and vain or other people put mm -hmm. a lot into your looks yes. and the way you dress and things like that. Um, sometimes people make more comments about what suit I'm wearing or if my tie is crooked or, or yeah. if my makeup isn't put on right or whatever than what's coming out of my mouth, even though I care more about the words that are coming out of my mouth because mm -hmm. words mean something. But to me, nobody can outwork you. And, yeah. and I think that's biblical as well. You know, like yeah. Jesus talked about it. Number of passages in the Bible that take pride in what you do mm -hmm. work as unto the Lord. And mm -hmm. so my motto kind of for what I do is people might be better. People might have this or that or whatever. But you invest the time and the research. Mike, I know you do a ton of research on, you know, obviously high school sure. and things like that. Like whatever you put into it, mm -hmm. you're not going to be perfect. But my thing is, I want to be as prepared for an interview or for whatever I'm doing and whatever sweat equity. And that's the way mm -hmm. I was when I played. I wasn't that good, but nobody was going to outwork me. And that's yeah. kind of what I've hung my career on for 27 years. Yeah. Oh, that's absolute truth. Hey, I got one question for you. So you're doing play by play on the bench. Yes. I got to believe that the guys on the bench had to see who was going to be able to sit next to you, not necessarily the coach. <laughs> I mean, they would have had to been loving, man, I'm getting next to the lads. I want to hear I his, think the coach, play no, for... <laughs> true story, I barely made our JV team. I think I was probably about the last cut, if not mm. pretty close. I think the reason was the coach <laughs> knew that when appropriate, I would keep the team loose. Now, there were probably times where he had to rein me in a little bit, but yes, I think that was part I of the mean, reason I would, why. I would have thought that would have been awesome to uh, to hear your play-by-play. Uh, it'd been interesting to even see if the coach was kind of leaning down, seeing if he could hear, hear what's Lance saying. Well, I made sure the coach didn't hear me most of the time. Let's put it that way, Pastor Ken. Man, that's awesome. He is Lance Allen. Again, our, our guest here on Faith in Zone for the entire hour, he is um, the main sports anchor at today's TMJ4. You can follow him on Twitter, at Lance Allen. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit about your testimony, find out where your journey began, and uh, we look forward, as always, to segment two here on Faith in the Zone. You are listening to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, our special guest. He's a main sports anchor at today's TMJ4. He's Lance Allen. Hey, before we get into the testimony part, you were talking about uh, TV and, and making sure that, you know, people may say, hey, your tie's wrong. <laughs> I, doing the sideline reporting for my 24, the yeah. high school football game of the week, live TV is so unforgiving. Yes. It is just, I came home one night, Lance, and my wife said, did anybody tell you about your hair? <laughs> I said, no, what? She goes, nobody, come on, let's go to bed. I said, yes. no, I taped the game. She goes, don't go on Facebook and don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. And I go, what? She goes, nobody said anything. Lance, it wasn't windy, but for some reason, your it was, was like, all I, jacked up. it was straight up. I came to That's work the next now, day. Though. 
Yeah, not for a boy my size and age, I'll tell you that. But three people had taken a screenshot of me oh, and put it on their, their desktop hey, show. You went- you went viral. That's I went what, viral. That's what it's all about. I looked ridiculous. And the guy I was interviewing, yeah. when they took the picture, was laughing. Yes. And so it made it look like he was looking at my hair. And la- <laughs> it is so unforgiving. And, yeah. and and bless the people at My24 that yes. they've given me this opportunity. Yeah. But I walked in yep. and I said... Look, I have no, I, I don't know what I'm doing because they were like, "Hey, and uh, break three, look at camera six. I said, "Look, I don't, I don't know what that means," mm-hmm. and they all laughed. Mm-hmm. And my wife said, "Make sure you tell them you don't know what you're doing." Mm-hmm. So I go down to this meeting and I tell them I don't, and they all laugh. They go, "No, you you'll tell be them fine. that, Mike." Yes, a hundred. I thought they, that was painfully aware you weren't doing. I you said, didn't yeah, know what you were doing. Sure. "No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding." You're anyway, it, on the host, Pastor anyway, Jeff, it'll, it'll be just. No, no, no. Hey, we, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it'll be just Pastor Ken and I from here on out on the zone. Usually, usually I'm put in a penalty box. And do yourself right, a favor. Well, Tim Van Voren yeah, on channels. Exactly. Tim's channel a great six. guy. Tim's a nice guy. But eight, you're right. Very quick story. HD, 4K, 5K, whatever you want to say. Very unforgiving. Oh. Yes. How you know? I always sarcastically say, you know, how can you trust a man who wears makeup for a living? You got to yeah. wear a little oh, bit yeah. of something. And then I have a wife, God bless her, who is a, and that's what I was hinting at before, is an art director, graphic designer, very artsy. And I care more about, I do feel like words matter. Like I really sometimes struggle with the proper, you you want to make sure when you're doing someone's story that you're treating them almost like the golden rule. Like it, sometimes we have to deal, unfortunately, in sports with some really tough topics. And I make sure that I try to get the wording. I'm human. I've made plenty of mistakes and I'm sure I will again. But overall, you try to get those words to mean something directly, whatever. And I care more about that. The first thing, and you're right, Mike, the first thing my wife will say is, hey, I really liked you know, your live shot, your appearance, whatever. Or the first thing she'll say is, why on earth did you not look in the mirror? Your hair was all jacked up. I, your tie was crooked. You put your makeup on your <laughs> you put your makeup on your nose, and then the rest of your face was like shiny like Rudolph. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Thank goodness we have wives, yes. though. And you know what? It's I walk in, and every once in a while, you know, and, and you know, you get a ward or whatever it is. Yes, and it's it's the soon as she thinks maybe I'm getting a little too. Yes. Fu- take the garbage out, and could you please, uh, you know, take care of this? And I'm like, hey, hold on, I want to tell you, no, no, I know about it. Take the garbage out, and yeah. so she makes sure that she. You Sounds know, like my kids; they don't even know uh, if I work in TV yeah, because they're all on YouTube and uh, <laughs> well, and TikTok and yeah. whatever. Hey, and, the, the yeah. first game that we did, Brian Calhoun was my co-host, right? Okay. He, he did the sideline stuff with me, yeah, and it was a train wreck. Oh, wow. I get in the car, my mom who I don't know at that point was 82 years old. Oh, wow. She goes, hey. I go, hi. She goes, I was watching, and I, I felt like I watched a comedy show and a high school football game broke out. Oh, man. And I went, I, Ma, was that brutal or what? She goes, wow, that was hysterical. <laughs> don't you know when the red light goes on that you're – I go, Mom, nobody – why do you talk so much with your hands? I'm like, Ma, don't watch it anymore. Well, I was going back and forth. John, your brother was on Channel 10, but this was even funnier. And I go, oh, boy, this is bad. <laughs> Mom doesn't play favorites, though. That's good. If oh, John was she, on, you goes no, back oh, and forth. Goes back, goes back and forth. So I like that. But, man. And live TV can be so unforgiving. It can be. It yeah, can be. It's, it's brutal. And, and, and I will say in defense, mild defense, because I can be as sarcastic with anybody about some TV types who have way too big of egos, and I've always felt that I'm the conduit to the story. I'm not the story. I just bring what I feel is relevant to you, and I don't like reporters that make themselves 
part of the story. That's Thank just you my, for that. That's yeah, just my either. editorial, political, whatever sure. type comment of the day. But I will say that I get far more comments about good and bad. Hey, I really like that suit you wore last night. Or, man, you wear the wildest ties ever. Or, you know, it's not good to talk about this stuff on radio, but I'm wearing, <laughs> yeah. like, orange Argyle socks today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people love it or hate So I, I get way more comments about appearance than anything else. So people think we have an ego but uh, or vain or whatever, but mm-hmm. you get I, a lot of comments I can tell about you, that. though, your hair looks perfect today. It looks I put per- some product yeah, in it. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> it looks, you knew it was radio, right, Lance? Yeah, I knew it was. I'm just wondering. One of these days i got to show up in a t-shirt and shorts. Look? Anyway, let's get to, uh, awesome. <laughs> let's get, I got no comment, Pastor oh, Ken. Man. I'm staying away from it, trust me. Yeah. I got it all going back there, too. I, I get want... that comment all the time, too. The really bold people, Pastor Ken, they go, is that real? And, and, and is it Grecian? And it's real, yes, and no Grecian. So, so not far, yet. knock out everything. You spend a few more hours with Pastor Ken, you'll have to use, you'll be using Grecian. I'll get, Just, you some, I'll get you some Grecian. Just so you know, our special guest today, he is Lance Allen. You can check him out and his work, and he's been in this market. How long have you been in this market, by 23 the way? here, 27 total. Man, Crazy. good, good well, for you. They say the days go short, the years fly by. Yeah. It's a, it, it's, it, or the, I should say the days seem like they sometimes last or linger or whatever, and the, and the weeks ju- or, and the months and years just fly by, and it's true. I it agree really with that. Is. Do yeah. you think our wives would agree with that? Yes. Yeah, God, I do and, too. And, and my, <laughs> other, my other statement is God bless my wife and kids who – you know, I almost get emotional about it because I work every night, yeah. Monday through Friday for the most part. Um, I work a lot of weekends, a lot of six-day weeks. I'm not a martyr. I love what I do, and I get to play in the toy department, as I like to say, at our place or whatever. But, man, and you know what, Mike, the coach's life and wife it's, and the and the sports world or whatever. Pastors, choose too. Pastor's life because people <laughs> think, hey, you just, the running joke is, hey, you just work on, on Sunday. Sunday. Great yeah. job. Yeah. You just talk for a living, whatever. People. <laughs> People sometimes don't understand the Wizard of Oz, pull the curtain back, mm-hmm. all the th- events and things and whatever. And like I said, I'm not breaking rocks. I'm not digging ditches. Right. I don't do f- much physical labor <laughs> at all. But the hours and the toll that it takes, I don't get to see a lot of my kids' activities. One's in dance, one's in swim, one's in football. I make as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on weekends, like this Saturday, when I'm off... Uh, I'm Daddy Uber and Daddy ATM and yeah. to going to swim meets and all that stuff. Lance, what you is know? your wife's first name? Amy. Amy and your kids' names? Uh, it is Rebecca, Brendan, and Ethan. So we have a 17-year-old and then two 14-year-olds, so three teenagers, identical Ooh. twin boys. We're, it's like juggling fire sticks and getting not getting burned. You know, yeah. it's like zone defense. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We're all the, we're on the go. Yeah, we, we, uh, we have four boys. So four I, boys. I, wow. And Mike Mike coached them all, so he got to experience. Got them all. <laughs> nice. The, the the pure love of the Keltner family. <laughs> yeah. The pure and love. Everyone it, is a different personality. You got to coach well, them different. Yeah, and I've got videotape of Mrs. Keltner taping the game, saying, "Is he ever going to put her boy back in? <laughs> yeah. You know what is he thinking yeah. right now? Yeah. And the pure love of, and she knows that I'm going to well, go back and watch this tape. <laughs> and my life is, I have a daughter who's been in competitive dance for. 12, 13 years. I never thought I'd be dance dad. I've seen more dance competitions than I'd ever care to admit, but she's never complains about it, and that is her version of a sport. Puts all of her effort into it. And then I I always say identical does not mean the same. So mm-hmm. our boys, they, they I think they appreciate being identical twins, but they want to be individuals, especially one of them more than the other, and they do their own thing. So it's, Who, it's Which a very, one swims? 
Brendan is the swimmer. Brendan is the swimmer. Yeah, and that's the sport where it's like it's like wrestling. A lot of it's on you, and same thing. Yeah. It's how much work yes. you're going to put into it. And man, he gets in the pool and he goes. He, hey, you tell him to run through a brick wall, he'll pretty much. Same do with it. dance. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Yes. I've gained uh, doing that youth sports show that I that I do at nine to ten every Saturday on on one hundred five seven FM the fan. I've gained so much respect. Yep. For girls that 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 go into that because yep. they practice more. Yeah. And as a basketball coach, I didn't even know our high school had a dance team. They I'm, practice a lot. My yeah. daughter's two, three hours on some nights. Yes. And she's had, because you go through a growing spurt and some, mm-hmm. some of the moves and stuff are a little more physical than other. Like she's had... Uh, I wouldn't say back injuries, but back issues and tightness and things like that. And it's, yeah, it can and be very demanding. what does Ethan play? Ethan is a football player. So that was a whole nother thing where sixth grade, he wants to play football. Mom's a little reluctant. Uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah. I, I, I tend to, I, I'm an investigative reporter. That's the way I'm wired. So people that I trust their opinion, I think I told Mike this, like when I was doing the Mike McCarthy show and Charles Woodson and guys like that, I'm like, when would you suggest somebody starting? And they're like, well, if you're if they're going to get into it, they got to get into it by seventh grade. So he's played the last two years in Franklin, loves it, backup safety, plays a little bit, and and once again loves being part of the team. He's not junior a star. savers, yeah, yeah, junior savers. He's not a star by any means, but he likes being mm-hmm. a part of the team. Hey guys, we're going to get to a break, and and look, people that listen to Faith and Zone understand that ninety five percent of the time we go we go into the testimony of our guest in, in the second segment. Because of my live TV kind of thing, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna push it back so we've got enough time to dig into that part of Lance Allen's life. You know him as the main sports anchor at t- today's TMJ Four. That's what he does for a living. He is a father. He is a believer, and uh, there, there's a lot to this guy that that we see him on TV and really appreciate the work that he does in front of the camera. But that's what he does for a living. Who he is, much bigger than that. And we're going to dig into that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brain Balance of Mequon. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside a very talkative Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, he's a really good one. You know him from today's TMJ4. Lance Allen, been in this market 23 years. He's the main sports anchor there. You can follow him on Twitter, at Lance Allen. So, Pastor, because I, I asked a few questions, segment two, and I apologize, boys, for that. But if if we could talk a little bit to Lance about his testimony, our favorite segment of Faith, of faith in the Zone. That is a highlight for us, Lance. That's how we actually even started the whole mm-hmm. program was uh, wanting guys to come on. They they love sports. We love sports. But more importantly, we want we want everyone to know that they can know exactly where they're going to go when they die. Mm-hmm. And and in the last uh, you know few weeks, that topic of death has been on people's minds. I mean, it can happen so suddenly. Right. You know, the Bible says it's our life's like a vapor. It's here, then it vanishes away. We're gone. And so uh, we want people to know that they can actually have the confidence based on what God's Word says that you can know that you have eternal life. And we love talking about how someone's journey of faith began. Mike and I never get tired of anyone's personal testimony 
And so, Lance, share with us how, you know, you began that journey of faith with our Lord. So, Pastor Ken, uh, one of the phrases, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it from another TV station that they had back a few years ago, is a be prepared, not scared. And I know Mike has yes, heard that before around yeah, here and things yeah. like that. Um, so I'm just this little guy growing up in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Um, I remember it once again like it was yesterday. I had a mom that had a children's Bible, and I always say, as you can probably tell by this interview, when appropriate, I think humor brings reality to people and you can use humor when appropriate to draw people in and to build a relationship and, and, and all that stuff so i'm not disrespectful but i like to be a little sarcastic whatever and i always say that i had a mom that literally had a christian book for everything you know had yeah. and a solution whatever but god bless her that she had a children's bible and we would read stories on the couch and Maybe it was the investigative reporter in me way back when I was five, six, seven years old, but she would read me Bible stories about Zacchaeus we were talking about off mm-hmm. the air and Nicodemus coming uh, to Jesus in the middle of the night because he didn't want to be seen as a yeah. you know a religious leader, but you know questioning things or whatever. Um, Zacchaeus up in the tree, you come down, uh, all that stuff, and hearing the children's Bible stories and the inquisitive me was like, okay, I'm just this little guy trying to figure all this stuff out. What does it mean to be born again? That was kind of like the yeah. the buzzword, the phrase yeah. of the seventies, mm-hmm. and um, I, I just needed to wrap my head around that. I'm 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 wired to be a person that wants to learn more about things. I may not be fully interested in every sport or everything, but I always tell people that, and I love shows like this that it shows a different side. I'm just not a one trick pony of sports, sports, sports. Even in sports, you like multiple different sports, maybe some more than others, but I like entertainment. I like music. I like books. I I like movies. And obviously my faith and being grounded and being a part of something that's greater than yourself Mm -hmm. means something to me. So Mm -hmm. even way back then, I was like, Mom, you know, what does born again mean? How do I get to heaven? Kind of some of those deep questions that somehow five, six, seven years old, it was ingrained in me. And I, I just remember saying to my mom, I want to be born again. I, w- I want to be a part of this or whatever. And not that it makes you perfect. I always hesitate sometimes. I hesitate to say this because everybody has a different life journey. I, I, it's awesome. And God bless people that have gone through valleys and just really tough. I respect that so immensely that whether you were 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 80 that you finally get to that point in your life where you go, I need something more than to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. I think those are wonderful stories. My story may be a little bit different that I've made mistakes. I've done some really stupid things, whatever. But I do think having that biblical Christian foundation has really helped me um, sometimes protected me from doing the wrong thing or sometimes kept me from, you know, the, the some hardships in life. Not all. We're, mm-hmm. We don't live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, God, the Bible, whatever you want, um, doesn't say that we're going to have a perfect life with no complications, no mm-hmm. troubles, and you know, and anything of that, that ilk. But I think it has helped me in tough times to dig into God's word and say, hey, there's a verse for this. There's an application. I don't care if it was 2,000, 3,000 years ago. The Bible, to me, is as p- applicable today as what it was back then. Yeah, exactly. So you've, uh, you're, you sound a lot like 
uh, with me and my own my own time of growing up in a pastor's home, I came to know the Lord early in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful. So it sounds like you came I'm thankful to know for that. the Lord. Yeah, correct. You know, and we had Tony Dungy on, and you, if you remember what he said, Mike, he said, "Hey, my mom drugged me down to the basement because she was teaching." <laughs> Uh, children's church, and and uh, he said, well, Mom, I'm going to be in children's church. She goes, I know, but you're going to be here Thursday night when I'm practicing to get ready for children's church. So he said, I got to hear the Bible stories, you know, at least two times every week. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, and the, and the beauty of it is people will say, well, the Bible is so hard to understand, and da-da-da-da. And I say, but yet the most important message of the Bible is the easiest to understand, that Jesus died for your sins. Mm-hmm. And you can know you can live eternally with him if you will trust him to be your savior and get out of the saving business yourself. And God made that so simple that a a child, I mean, that young people, young children can even understand that message. Now, I'm challenging myself, though, guys, because as I was younger, because I'm inquisitive and I love to read, I read the Bible cover to cover 10 years in a row. Uh, Chip Bernhardt, who's the, the chaplain for the Bucks, challenged Spring Creek to, and it kind of sparked something in me, like, you know what, I haven't done this in a while. I'm going to try. So right now we're in Leviticus, which oh, which oh. goes to the opposite of what you were saying. <laughs> oh. If I can joke around, and uh, I think we yeah. can. Oh, yeah. God gave us a sense of humor. If you have it, use it appropriately. There are well, parts of Leviticus that are tough, oh, but I yeah. always get at least a little grain, some verses in there, whatever, and then we read a psalm every day, and mm-hmm. that really builds me up. Our daily bread devotional yeah. for, mm-hmm. for practical application. There's a practical story for today's use and a Bible verse, whatever, and I think staying grounded and that keeps me or at least attempts to keep me grounded he is lance allen our special guest here on faith in the zone for the entire hour today and again he is uh, the main sports anchor at today's tmj4 and ended second segment talking about lance that's what he does he works at at, at today's tmj4 and he is as good as they get and uh, loves sports but there's so much more to him lance uh giving your testimony you said you know there's there's uh there's guys that have been through valleys and 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 figured it out at 20 or 30 or 40, and um, how you you know you you respect that and envy that. I, that's me, mm-hmm. and I envy you two guys. I envy guys that figure this out as early as you did, because the amount of time and platform that you have for the 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 more amount of years that you've been able to talk to people about this. You know, I, I'm a stubborn Irishman. It took me a really <laughs> long time, Lance. And but you can talk to people, Mike, that I yeah, can't. Exactly. And, that, exactly. and that's the beauty in all yeah. this is, you know, for some people, it's like, well, I, I know, like, I, I'll get the comments occasionally at work. We notice you don't swear or we yeah, notice that, yeah, and, yeah. and there's verses yeah. in the Bible about controlling your tongue. I talk for a living. So obviously I think that that it shows like, OK, I'm definitely not perfect. I get angry like anybody else. I get mm-hmm. really fired up about certain things. But, you know, try to control yourself and try to have Christ you know, pour out through you, through your mouth. And Mike, you can talk to people like, hey, I've been there. I've done that. Certain situations that I can't. We have a guy at our church who's been in prison. He can talk to people I can't, quite frankly. Or high-level athletes that I I was a jabroni on on the bench. You know what I mean? Like high-level athletes can talk to high-level athletes. So there is a place, when the Bible talks about the, the, the hands of the church, the feet of the church, you know, everybody has a part and a role. I can maybe impact somebody at a certain level that that you can't, but you can impact somebody no, that I can't. No, no doubt, and, and I agree Absolutely. with that. I, I do, but the um, 
you know, there there's some things that, you know, you, you're still a little bit embarrassed about what was I thinking back mm-hmm. then and all of that. I, I was asked, and I get asked, in fact, I'll be at Southbrook um, this week, mm-hmm. and I get asked to come out and speak, and the first time that I did that, um, after I was done, I, the pastor said, hey, thank you. I said, never again. I will never do. And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, that was embarrassing. I said, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm never doing that again. He said, really? I said, yeah. He said, on your show, you talk about guys, the worst thing they ever did in their life was steal a candy bar. He goes, that was me. He said, I got 50, there's 212 guys here tonight. And 15 of them right now are dealing with the same issues you were dealing with 20 years ago. And I don't even, I, they, they can't talk to me because I have no idea. Right. But you know what? They can talk to you. And you think you came here and you're embarrassed? And these guys now, I, they didn't even blink when you were talking. Mm-hmm. They were listening. So you do what you want. And I was like, stop talking to me right now. I don't want to hear about it. And he started laughing. But you know what? And, and I appreciate that. I love the fact, Lance, that, that, that you know, at such an early age, as you moved on and moved around in different markets, um, and I asked uh, athletes this, easier for you to walk worthy, you know, in, in the locker room and in that work or outside of that? Do, do you know the question? So yeah. when, when you're around different, your, your teammates or your workmates or these athletes, um, did you find it just as a natural, that's who you are to, to continue to walk worthy? I'm fairly strong minded uh, personally. So I, it, I've always felt like, hey, this is who I am. Uh, I'll I'll share it when asked, or or share little bits when it's appropriate and things like that. I will admit, um, just being honest and being human, that there are times, and I'm sure you know, Pastor, can you hear this from from people or whatever? Sometimes you do feel like you're on a little bit of an island, or feel mm-hmm. like, am I the only one that kind of believes this or does this or conducts themselves in a certain way? There are some times where no, it's it's great to be. I, I go to a men's Bible study, um, and and to get filled up that way and stuff like that is awesome. But there are certain situations where you do feel like, whoa, boy, you know, I conduct myself a little bit differently. Am I the only one? But it, it, it to me, it, I, I like the fact of showing someone a different side that you can have fun, but yet you can believe in something. You know, you're talking about, am I the only one? That sounds a little bit like Elijah mm. when he came. He said, I'm the only <laughs> one. And God said, no, nah, I got 7,000 out there. True. Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, guys, we're going to get to a break. Um, he, again, he is Lance Allen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lance Allen, main sports anchor at today's TMJ4, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Fella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church and our special guest, well, it's been a fun show. He's the main sports anchor at today's TMJ4. He's Lance Allen. And I want to thank the guys over at today's TMJ4. Lance, for you know for allowing us to, to do this show and have you come in studio and, and talk a little bit about you know who you are. Not, not what you do, but who you are. But I can tell you, there's a lot of people in this market, and I think you already know this, but really enjoy what you do. Thank you you. Know, um, over at today's TMJ4, they don't get any better. 
They they might get as good in, in Van Voren. If you're listening, you know you and I are buddies and all that. He might have better hair than me. He too. may have know. better hair. It depends on if you like it longer or shorter. Yeah. That and you know what? He is. Uh, he's look, a solid guy. No, he's Tim a is solid great guy. guy. Not a great softball player. Ooh, okay. Yeah, just so Haven't you know, if you need to take game. a shot so, at Van like Voren. He'd be playing first base. He, <laughs> uh, he was playing right center, and we played in a couple of. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> oh boy, he came running in, and something oh, went. Hey, I'm man. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, this fourth segment, Pastor, we have a little bit of fun with our guests, correct? Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And uh, you know, Lance, one thing we like to do is, I mean, it is a sports show, yeah, and. Uh, and we like to talk sports, and Mike and I enjoy it, and we'll kind of get on each other. I mean, Mike's a pretty pretty good second baseman in slow pitch softball. He can turn he can turn the double play. But um, so what we like to ask is, tell us of a uh, your highlight. Ooh, you know, one of your highlights. You, you, you assume know, I have one? Uh, <laughs> well, I, for you, Lance, I was even thinking if it was humorous, even. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but but being on a team, not like going to the Super Bowl and being on the sideline. No, no, being I on want, a team. I yeah. want. Well, what is it? The Rice Lake what? The Rice Lake Warriors. I want um, a warrior story. A I don't care story. what it is, but I want something. <laughs> it, could, it could have happened in practice. It might have happened in <laughs> practice. It, it may have happened in practice. So I always like to tease the one, the only Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre, that I, in a small way, lived his life. At least he made the pros, though. I was like the guy who sat on the bench and they didn't want anywhere near the action way back in the high school days. So the, the funny highlight that I always remember is we had the conference player of the year, Pastor Ken, who was the menacing middle linebacker and the fullback, but back then they gave the fullback and the wishbone the ball 20 times a game. Dave Repka was his name. And I was the guy who would hold the practice dummy in practice. (laughs) He would come through the hole and would launch me about five yards deep. And I remember looking through my face mask, laying on the ground, all about 130 pounds of me. And Dave was a gentle giant. He would go, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I think I'm okay. And uh, lift me up. And then uh, we'd go on to the next play and run it all over again. Now, there was one time where my buddy, now in a wishbone offense, we maybe threw five times a game. My buddy in practice went up for a pass and I Kenny easily him like Ooh. literally hit him in the kidneys because it was my buddy he's yeah. got he's all stretched out and I drill him pop the ball loose we recover the fumble everybody's going nuts and I distinctly remember the coach is saying who was that and they go it was Lance he goes oh <laughs> Lance you know, who? Was, yeah, yeah, who who was that? Where did he come from? Do you have an out of body experience? They didn't want to so, call you for targeting. Did no, they? no. Back then that was all okay. Oh. You know, I felt bad because I did I did hit him and bruise him up a little bit. But my, probably my best memories were honestly high school. I felt like basketball was my best sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I was great, but I was always kind of the, when I did play, kind of the six, eight, ten point per game guy, somewhere in that vicinity played scrappy defense. I told my teammates I will give it all I've got defensively and that's kind of where I was. So did you did you did they put you on a guy that they said you have to stop him and Correct. you did and you did it. Correct. Yes, and I there were a couple of times where yeah. and that's honestly I don't remember a lot of I do remember one time hitting a 3 in the bench going nuts in a big <laughs> game because they couldn't believe it either. But uh, but uh, I do remember that there was a game against one of our big rivals where they put me on, you know, arguably either the best or second best player and I limited him to like 10 or 12 points and they, they that was probably a big deal yeah. hey at, at the high school level and, and rice lake the school you went to public school yes um and and you 
carried yourself, I think, probably differently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We we have this conversation, Lance, about can you can you be outwardly a Christian and still be really competitive yeah. and try your hardest. And it's funny because early in faith in his own pastor, we'd have guys that go, no, I remember. I, we don't think you can't. Mm. We, we, and we're rolling our eyes going, hold on a second. If you're going to want to talk to these guys after the game about your faith, don't you want to go as hard as you can? Yeah. I, I and and show that you're here in, in 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 completely within the rules. But let's go to win this game. And and Pastor and I are on the same page. And I like to ask guys, you too, huh? I, I feel the same way. I do your work as unto the Lord, and Absolutely. I give it my all. It may Absolutely. not be the best. I there are days that are certainly better than others, and I kick myself as much yeah. as anybody. But I will give you my all. Mm-hmm. Um, I will work. I will roll up my sleeves and work as hard as I can. I think that's kind of what yeah. I've mentioned before about hanging my hat on that. And the the luxury of this job is you get to know people mm-hmm. on a certain level. I won't claim to name every big name athlete on a on a personal level, but when I was at WFRV in Green Bay, we used to do one on one weekly interviews with the Reggie White. And mm-hmm. to me, it's still unbelievable that he's been gone 16 years because yeah. he was a he was one of those few people that was larger than life. But doing one-on-one interviews with him, you would talk to him as much off-camera about on-camera stuff, and he liked that. And obviously with being a person sure. of faith mm-hmm. and his family and Sarah and this and that and the kids and all that stuff. And we talked a couple times about that where, Reggie, you know, sometimes people think you're soft because of what you do and what you say. Anybody that watched Reggie White knew oh, he boy. was yeah. by yeah. far not soft. Yeah. Tossing Eric Williams, all 300 pounds yes. of him with one arm, yeah. and getting club, after yeah. it. I mean, when he yeah. was out there, he got after it. And the other thing that people maybe don't know inside the, 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 the story story is they put his locker next to Wayne Simmons on those championship teams in the 90s. Why? Because Wayne Simmons was a loose cannon. You can ask Leroy. You can ask anybody. That guy was a loose cannon. That guy was a little bit out there and unfortunately Mm -hmm. met an early demise early in his life, whatever. But Big Dog, as they called him, Reggie, could keep him in line. Why? Because when he talked, it was like the old E.F. Hutton. People, People listen, listen yeah. and he he kept him in line. Yeah. You know, one thing that you're talking about there, Lance, that I loved is uh, uh, as far as giving your best and, and doing doing as much as you can to, to continue to improve. Uh, I played on some elementary teams and junior, junior high teams where my dad coached, and we never really had any good teams, and I <laughs> would always get so frustrated out there. And I had trouble wanting to quit. And, I mean, he, he laid the wood on me to make sure I'd never want to be a quitter. And he used to always tell me, it's, uh, it's never a disgrace to fail, but if you do less than your best, that's a sin, right. even in the, in the game of sports. Absolutely. And, uh, well, that stuck with you. Oh, it stuck with yeah. me. And then even listening to some of the guests that we've had on, uh, Tony Dungy being one, hey, if you're going to have a platform for the Lord— you got to go. I mean, the Lord is going to have to put you in a place, and then you're going to have to do do the job to to get the respect to be able to talk to people. Hey guys, I I, I before we go, I want to thank Amy, um, no your wife, and and Rebecca, and Ethan, and and is it Brendan? Brendan, yeah. Yep. Um, remember, we're doing faith in the zone, so you got to answer this honestly: a whole day in the pool or the whole day watching dance? <laughs> Because I know football, I know football, but I'll tell you what, those are tough. If Ethan was in gymnastics, that would really be the trifecta. So I will freely admit being a swim dad that sometimes it's, you're interested in your kids race, but some of them can be very long. I I guess I would lean towards swim over dance, but that's a, that's a tough call. I sit next to a guy who is a swim dance, uh, or a swim dad, excuse me, swim dad, and uh, a couple weeks ago, he said, what are you doing? And I said, you know what? I'm going to go out and watch a high school basketball game. 
And he said, you're not coaching? I go, no, I'm just going to go pick a game and go watch one. He goes, I envy that. I go, why is that? He goes, my kids graduated and they're they're out of swim. I can't just go watch a swim meet. And mm-hmm. I go, why? He goes, it's you can't. Like, that's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. You can't just show up by yourself not having a kid <laughs> right. in, in the pool. And he goes, and I miss it a lot. And I said, those were long. He said, they were. And when you're in the middle of it, those are long meets when your kid doesn't go. Well, it's like go. a jet taking off, too, <laughs> in some of those, you know, True. in some of those pools yeah. and natatoriums and stuff. I mean, you literally hear your ears ringing. And and yeah. he said there'd be, you know, an hour and a half go by, and my kid then would get back up, and it'd be a, you know, a one-minute deal, and then I have to wait again. Yeah. And the whole day, dance the same way, right? Dance the same you're way. You're in there a long time. Absolutely. You're a good man. <laughs> you're a good yeah. man. Yeah. I'm not perfect, but I try. I know. And, and uh, again, you know, Please say hi to Amy and, and to these kids, and, and, and thank you so much uh, for your time and, and your willingness to come and no sit with us, Lance. It, it is, and we had this conversation about sometimes people think this, you know, they listen or they watch you. Well, that's who he is. That's what he does. And, and again, when you, after you listen to, to Lance for an hour, you understand that there's a lot going on with this man, and, and right at the top of it, is him walking worthy on a daily basis. So thank you so much. You can follow him on Twitter, at Lance Allen. Watch him on today's TMJ4. He's the main sports anchor over there. Pastor, thank you. It's good to see you. Good to see you. And, Lance, thank you for being on. Uh, no Thanks. problem. Thank Thanks. you for your stories of athletics, Pastor Ken. And uh, last thing I'll leave it on, uh, Mike, is basically like thank you for impacting the youth with yeah. your coaching and stuff yeah, like that. Thank you, Lance. And, and I got to listen to the show. Pastor was talking about his athletics. Athletics. Well, he's no, setting us on some bad teams. Uh, hey, 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 I'm hey, only kidding. We're, we're we got to ta- go. We're supposed to be I, taking some guys on in two on two. Hey, I, you know what, Pastor? You know I love you. Just pass, <laughs> pass me the ball. We got a chance to yeah. win. This is faith in the zone. I, and I'll post you up so you be quiet. <laughs> yeah. This is faith in the zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.